Hi, I'm Kelvin. And I'm Jaime. And we want to welcome you to the party. A podcast featuring two no-drag-knowledge mouths sharing their unsolicited opinions. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. Hi, Kelvin. Hi, Hammy. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I am good. I actually went to go looking for a house today. Or, like, houses. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Uh, It was a bit of agitation because I had to drive and I hate driving. Oh. Yeah, but... I don't know. I love looking at houses. Really? Yeah. Do you, like, do it often? Yeah, I like to go on Zillow and stuff. Especially around here, there's all kinds of new neighborhoods and stuff going up all the time. So I like to go and, like, peep on that. See how the other half lives. (laughs) Anyway. You're you're part of all halves, Jaime. Oh, my gosh. So. So. Oh, my gosh. So let's go ahead and jump into the episode. I am also very full from just eating. So I'm very happy as well. Just an update for anyone listening in Stereo Land or in the podcast. So we come off the heels of last week's episode and no one went to the house. No one went home. Yeah, which is, you know, like we discussed last week, it's like, is it really like exciting to watch? Meh. Is it really, are the stakes really there? Meh. Um, so, you know, no one's, no one's at the house and Vanity says, we're still, uh, here's the top four. And in my mind, I was like, plot twist, because I know she's going home. Like, it, I knew, like, from the beginning of this episode, I'm like, Vanity, you're not surviving this episode. Yeah, we all kind of knew that. Yeah. <clears throat> There's like, no way. No way. Um... We get to the girls sitting down and a couple interesting things start going on. And they start talking about, or Ella starts talking about how the, how she did the splits. And Kitty says, Nan is feeling all loosey goosey, something, something for the Nan. And I was like, I literally just realized that everything Kitty says is just a reference to something else. Like it's just her repeating something that someone else has said. I'm literally just really that, realizing that episode nine. Yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't really pick up on that either, but you're kind of right. She's always just sort of referencing something else. Yeah, and I <laughs> hate it. I despise it. Interesting. Yeah, it is really interesting, especially because it's like, I would always just like be watching. I'm like, why is she doing a weird accent? And I thought it was like a British thing, but I think it's just her because like she's doing like references to other people, th- other people's things. And the reason I say this is interesting is because they start Ella says that like you know she's old so she like couldn't pick it back up or I think Crystal said she's old so she can pick it back up um, Kitty calls her Nana when she's doing the, the reference so I think that Ella being old story point is coming back again because like they've already mentioned it twice like in her like just sitting down at the table or at the little mini seating area so like do you think that like this whole Ella being old thing has like Still validity. I guess compared to the other contestants, like how old's Vanity? Vanity is, I think, late 20s. Like 27, late 28. 20s. 
So I guess, I mean, Ella's the oldest out of all of them, but is Ella old? I wouldn't say that she's old by any stretch of the imagination. Like I said, she's a year younger than me. I think we were born the same year. Hmm? You said she's a year younger than you, but then you said you were were born the same year. Well, I'm 34, and the wiki says that she's 33, but I think it also said she was born in 88, which means she'll, like, turn 34. Oh, okay. Okay. At some point this year. Hmm. Okay, stalking her wiki. Love it, love it. Another thing is when we're sitting down here, all these bitches talk about is their badges. Like, they do another badge rundown again uh-huh. for, like, the fifth time in a row. And it's like, we get it. We're talking about the badges. We know we have to keep track of the badges. But it's like, do you ever get tired of, like, listening to them talk about the badges? I thought this was funny because Kitty would also outline who had a sash and who didn't have a sash. So she's like, Kitty's got two badges plus a sash. Ella has three badges, and then Kitty no goes, sash. but no sash. <laughs> yeah. So that made it funny to me. I mean, they definitely have to, like, that's part of the storytelling, because they definitely have to hit that so that they have that justification for, you know, the final three. So yeah, they have I, to sort of hit that of, like, they've they've set that example for the UK that badges equal, like, your reason for being there. True. And yeah, I guess it is more of a reinforcement and to like reference, you know, kind of to drive that home. And I think it's also interesting because speaking of badges, Ella was like, are you all still sleeping on me? And Vanity, of course, because she only has one badge and not even her own solo one badge. She's like, well, at this point in the competition, I think she said it in the confessional. She's like, well, badges don't even like they don't. It doesn't matter how many badges you have at this point. I think to make herself feel better, to like make I was gonna say that sounds like something that someone that doesn't have a lot of badges would say. It sounds delusional, uh, St. James for sure. Uh-huh. Uh But I also kind of agree because I feel n- not not to defend her, but kind of like excluding her. I think it's like at the end of the day, like the rankings are the rankings. Like at this point, it's the episode before the final episode, so it's like we're not gonna learn anything more in terms of badges because. The badge count is already pretty much, you know, you have the amount of badge you have. I mean, all, the only thing that's going to happen is someone is going to increase by one. But it's not like everyone's going to, like, someone gets two more, someone gets three more. Like, we're already at the end of the competition. So, like, the badge count isn't, like, it's already kind of set in stone, if that makes sense. I think it plays more into maybe than who wins it overall. Because even yeah. though somebody might go up by one, you know, you could have somebody pull who's in the lead pull further into the lead by having a couple, you know, two more wins than the next person. Mm-hmm. Or you can have somebody who's middling kind of tie with, mm-hmm. you know, the front runner or somebody who was in the back, maybe, you know, pull ahead to the middle a little bit so that it is, you know, if somebody only has one win and someone has two and three, and then they have two wins, maybe there's a little bit more justification if they go on to win the whole thing than if they only have one win. True, but I think that's kind of foreshadowing because I think it's like drag mathematics. Yeah, <laughs> it's drag race like, math. But like, not even like excluding vanity or like taking vanity out of the equation. Not saying for vanity's case in particular, if someone only has one badge towards the, towards that point, is the probability really likely that they're going to get another badge at the end? Mm, no, no, not it doesn't not. make sense for the story exactly. So. Very interesting things in terms of badge calculation and tabulation. So anything else in that little sitting area after elimination that you took note of? 
Mm, it seems like Crystal's kind of get well, everyone a little bit, but it seems Crystal in particular is getting over Ella's little like sassiness. You know? Yeah, Ella had a little bit of a sass to her. Um, it was more after of a winning, cockiness, I would say. Or you think yeah. that's what they said? Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, work. I mean, you have the most badges, so yeah. You know. Um. Okay. So let's go to the next day after the elimination, where all the girls come back to the to the workroom, and Ella's still on her cocky shit. She's mm-hmm. like putting her badges on Vanity, and I don't know if you noticed this, but Vanity was self censoring herself. Did you notice that? She was like, you know, I get the out of my face. Oh yeah, she was saying. Back. I was like, what the fuck? I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are we watching PBS Kids? Like, what is Yeah, I don't know what this? that was. That was weird. It was really weird. I thought it must have been like a British reference or something. That I maybe I just didn't get. <clears throat> I hope it was. So, another thing we were looking at the table is Crystal's feeling a little bit under the weather. It does say that, but then it doesn't really get mentioned again. It does, does not it? get mentioned at all. And she doesn't. She doesn't perform any... I'm skipping ahead. She doesn't perform any better or, or worse. Like, yeah. They said it and, like, they gave, like, a little mini, like, talking head about it. But I was like, okay, but... She really pulled through. Yeah. As we see. Also, when the when the girls, like, start to, like, goof off and they, like, all get on the table, I was like, not me looking at Ella's ass in those jeans. Like, right? 100%. Mm-hmm. So the Rue comes out to the workroom and he announces the challenge. Well, sorry, that the like she done already done had hers this message make uh-huh. no sense whatsoever. Yeah, what did it say? I was like I don't even remember. I just remember listening to it and being like trying to catch on to a thread of some sort of and I was like, what is I, None of yeah, this makes sense. I was sense. like, is this a verse from Blame It on the Edit? I was like, I don't know. None of this makes <laughs> any sense to me. I was like, what is going on here? But I don't I don't think the girls understood what it was either. So then when Rue came out, he explained to them that it was a roast. A roast. Themselves, the judges, including special guests, Kathy Burke. And I'm just like Vanity's face in that moment. I don't know who this man is. Vanity, oh. you know how, like you know how like they all like I don't want to say pretend, but like you know how they all like oh I know who that person is oh da 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 like when they announce who the guest judge is yeah Vanity's face was like oh I know who she is you know who Kathy Burke is yeah she was on a show called Abfab she was on Abfab oh so you're British like Michelle is what you're saying. I'm actually British. I'm not fake British like Michelle. Um, yeah, so Kathy Burke is the judge. Obviously, I can only assume that Kitty like knows who this person is because she. I, I'm guessing they're a comedy person, and Kitty's a comedy person, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's going to be a cute moment. RuPaul also says that they will be eliminating not only themselves or the judges, but also the eliminated queens. All the eliminated queens. Which I mean is cool. I don't think we've had a eliminated girl roast before, have we? No, I don't think we have either. What is up with 
UK is trying to break every record. Four double, four double saves, eliminations, lip sync for the win, roasting eliminated queens. Like mm-hmm. UK is just trying to break the mold. They wanted to bring the drama this season. They wanted to bring the drama, for sure. So <clears throat> they get to the, you know, announcement of the challenge, and Rue also announces that Ella is in charge of the order because she won last week's uh, lip sync for the win. So mm-hmm. she will be the. She will be the uh, giver of the order for the actual roast itself. So, do you think that the order um, is as big of a deal as like people, you know, the drama surrounding the order, right? It's always like, oh, who's it going to be? What order? I want to be here. I specifically don't want to be here. Do you think it makes that much of a difference? I think it makes a difference if your confidence is not good. Like, if you're not confident, because I think someone mentioned that a couple of years ago, like, if you're confident, you can, or if you're either confident or you're good at what you do, which is being funny, you can go in whatever order you want. So it doesn't really matter. I think when you aren't good at comedy or you aren't as confident, I think that that first, that first position can be very scary because you're already not confident. Now you're going out to a cold crowd. You have to warm them up. And, you know, you don't know what the room is going to be like. You don't know if you're going to get heckled or not. Or you don't know if there's any hecklers in the crowd. Things like that. So I think order only truly matters for those that are inexperienced or not talented in comedy. Do you think you'd be good at a roast? Probably not. I don't think I'm a very... I'm not a very funny... Like, I'm not a very... I'm not a very script, write something down funny type of person. Do you think you'll be going to roast? I'm not very good at writing stuff down either. I think I'm more off the cuff. So if I was just like feeling it. Off the cuff. Maybe I would be better. Yeah. Like I'm not like a right. I'm not like a right jokes down kind of person. I'm just kind of like a. I'll just randomly say something that's like funny. But you do think you're funny. I am funny. I make you laugh all the time. I make you laugh all the time. I'm keeping a journal of every time I make you laugh. Well, I didn't know that they I'm needed, just, you know, a journal for, for blank pages, but okay. Whatever. I'm just saying. Whatever. Whatever. Um, so the girls go through the order, or Ellie gives out the order, and Crystal goes for, well, firstly in the talking head, Crystal says that she's going to be, and I think she even tells it to the girls. She's like, I'm going to do the order the way I want to do the order. She asks them what order they want to go in. And she basically gives everyone the order that they asked for. Mm-hmm. She put Crystal first and Crystal wanted, Chris, she asked Crystal, what order do you want to go in? And Crystal said, I mean, I'll go first, but yeah. So like Crystal wanted to go first, but she was like unsure if she wanted to go first. So Ellie gave her the first position. Okay. Ella went second because she just wanted to give herself an advantage. She asked Vanity where she wants to go, and she said, like, second or third. And then Ella put her in third. And Kitty wanted to go first or last, and then she put Kitty in last. So I didn't see where there was any, like, deception or shade or... No. It seemed like she asked people. She gave them what they wanted, and she was able to, like, also give herself what 
she felt was most advantageous to herself. So it kind of worked out on all fronts. Yeah. She didn't have to be mean about it. She was, she is viewed as nice because she gave everybody what they asked for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nothing really crazy happened there because everything, even if there was shade, which I mean, there may well have been, it was the same order that people wanted to go in. So it wasn't yeah. out of the ordinary. I like that they asked, how hard are we going to go? They specifically prefaced, like, how how in are you going to go in? Yeah, there was a lot of discussion on how hard are you going to roast? Are you going to roast yourself? Are you going to roast Rue specifically? Mm-hmm. So I think there was a lot of discussion around the level of, not meanness, but the level of roast that you were going to do for the different parties involved. So I think that was pretty interesting because... I know, I think Crystal was like, I'm not a, I'm not scared to roast Rue. Kitty said she's not scared to roast herself, so. Yeah, I think that's the thing about roasts is, like, it gets a little tricky when they're, like, when you turn around and broadcast them to everyone or to anyone. Because the thing about a roast is, like, I think a good roast, there isn't anything that's, like, off limits in terms of joking about but that's what you go into the roast kind of signing up for so it's that thing of like it's consensual that everyone knows what's happening and that like you can be a little bit more free with your humor than you can kind of be in like polite society yeah so like Utica (laughs) exactly like Utica or Vanity Struggling which is a shocker you know very Nothing out of the ordinary there um, for that. Um, and I think Crystal said that she was struggling. But, I mean, it's like th- those were the two people that, like, we expected to struggle. So there wasn't really anything crazy or anything out of the blue that <laughs> there wasn't anything out of the blue that <laughs> that they saw <laughs> So I don't, I don't know. So I don't know. I thought it was really funny that Kitty was, like, laughing at her own jokes. And Vanity called her out on it, and she was just like, sad cow. You sad cow. Yeah, that was that was very funny when they, were, when they started calling each other out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I the, at least from the banter in the workroom, the people who I expected to be, like, doing okay were, like, not having problems, and the people that I, ex- I expected to, like, not be doing okay were, like... Obviously not doing okay. So, um, the girls are done talking about the, or they, they start painting their faces and Vanity and Ella have a talk about being masculine or being told to butch it up. Which mm-hmm. I was like, wow, what a unique perspective. Never heard that story before. <laughs> but it was kind of nice because... We learned that Vanity has, like, a pretty accepting family, which I don't think is, like, super common. For, like... Okay. Caribbean, Uh like, families. I think a lot of times there's a lot of, like, non-acceptance for things like that. So it is kind of nice to see that it's not the same story, Uh you know? Uh Uh-huh. Um, I think that's interesting, Hi, man. I'll tell you why I think that's interesting. Hi, man. Tell me. I think it's interesting because last week when we talked about Crystal's soft story, 
about how she's dyslexic and struggles with dyslexia. At least in my mind, you weren't that interested in hearing about it, which I mean, I've never heard of anyone being dyslexic on Drag Race, but uh, this week it seemed to have resonated with you. So I just think that's interesting. Just think it's okay. interesting. Okay. Um, Good. Good thing we record this so you can remember it. That no, is no, I'm just, I'm just saying I think it's interesting. The <clears throat> level of discourse. Um, have you ever been, has that ever been an experience for you growing up being told like butch it up or, you know, X, Y, Z? Uh, no, I don't think it was ever like specifically like outright saying it, but I feel like there was sometimes where there was a lot of just like, uh, kind of energy from my parents, you know, just like heavy sigh. Yeah, I mean... Like, oh, God, he's, like, got a towel wrapped around his head, like, his head pretending it's long hair, like... Uh, oh, so you're, uh, you're, <laughs> you're a tower girl. Yeah, you know, like... Yes, sharing about the bathroom. Yeah, that kind of a thing. Uh, yeah, for me, I mean, I did explicitly have a lot of the, like, butch it up type of, like, things going on in my in my household specifically... Um, so yeah, that's very nothing new to me, and nothing mm. you know iconic. So yeah. yeah. At any rate, so we take it to the actual challenge, which is the rose, and they introduce the judges. RuPaul looks decent. RuPaul looks like RuPaul out on out on the town. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she looked cute. And flirty. Okay, Michelle looks like <laughs> Michelle. What does Michelle look like? Michelle looks like Michelle. Michelle's doing Michelle shit with the Greek with the gray streak. Like, what is this? It's like a B girl. Not B girl. It is a B girl. It is. It is basically a B girl. Um. Yeah. I mean, she had a little ponytail to the side. I was like, okay, I don't really. I'm like, I don't know. Like, get me out of here, please. Um, for that. And also, we have... I mean, Alan Carr was there. He was alive. He was breathing oxygen in the room. Uh-huh. Uh, the guest judge, Kathy Burke, looks like a Maximista. She and Rue kind of look similar. Oh, I think it kind of... Because they had, like, a polka dotty type of... It was, fabric. like, a black and... Um, it was just, like, black and yellow, but they were, like, the same shade. Mm, yeah. It was a it was a similar color scheme. You're right. You're right. So they start off the roast and just off the top before we get into the roast, I was so scared because at this point I forgot what the runway theme was. I thought it was like heavenly something, because I remember we kept talking about like heavenly at the gates of heaven, the pearly uh-huh. gates or whatever. So I thought that was the, the runway theme and I was so scared that the outfits they were wearing was also the the runway outfits. I was like, not a two for one. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, and then Ella came out in like a party city, like glow up wig. I was like, no. Like, I was. Right yeah, there. some of these, some of them took advantage of the fact that it, it was a another opportunity to show a look. Yeah. And then some people, this was just kind of like, Ooh. yeah. What did you think this was for when they told you to bring an angel outfit? Because. 
I mean, maybe they might have thought it might have been like a mini challenge or something. Because those are very mini challenge. Like, yeah. at least Ella's, Ella's and Kitty's kind of were like mini challenge kind of. Um, <clears throat> so up first we have Chris Silvera's Yeezy. And firstly, she looks amazing. She did look really cute. Looks that little like short little mini dress with the long sleeve. I was mm-hmm. like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. Um, <laughs> I uh, being, for, for saying this first, I don't think it was as bad as I thought. I do not think it was as bad as I thought it was going to be. I do not think it was as much caca garbage as I was expecting. One of the notes that I took down and one of the notes that the judges critiqued her on later on is she focused on age way too much. Like, mm-hmm. that was the beginning and the end of every one of her jokes. There were, like, a couple, like, sex jokes in there and there, whatever. But, like, from the majority, it was, like, it was pretty, pretty... Everyone was old little. and slutty. Everyone was old. No, everyone was old. Michelle was slutty. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, also, she gets heckled a lot, which was very funny because uh-huh. she she caught up Veronica Green, and she's like, Veronica, you look old. You, you're old enough to make Rue look, like, young or whatever. And Veronica was like, the only thing getting older are these jokes. Right. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh. And then she gets heckled by RuPaul himself when she was like, Ru- RuPaul compliments me on how good a drag I am, how beautiful I am, how young I am, and RuPaul cuts her off and says, "Not anymore." Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was like actually hilarious. I it's really like be- love when the judges like play back like that. Yes, when the judges play back, and that's like the top tier. And I think it's like it's very funny because. Ironically, those are like the two best parts of the. <laughs> those are like the two best parts of the entire set is like Veronica and Rue like heckling her, which I mean, is you know indicative of how her set went. Uh huh. What do you think of the set, BBBB? I thought it was fine. I thought she started out okay. Mm-hmm. I laughed a couple times, and then it really floundered when she got to Michelle, which is about the time she started doing. Old slut, old slut, old slut joke. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, the Michelle, like, being, like, slutty is, like, that's kind of, like, we get it. It's, like, you have the boob jokes for Michelle. You have the slut jokes for Michelle. You have the... But, like, I mean, she doesn't have... She got her fake boobs removed. She did, yeah. And she's also, like... I don't think she's giving, like, season three slutty Michelle vibe. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's literally, like, a married mom. Yeah, she's, like, like a married mom. Who, who makes sexy like, who, jokes sometimes. Who makes sexy jokes, who, like, looks amazing and whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't get this. It's the slutty stuff's not funny anymore. Yeah, it's not funny. So we do have a voice note, so let's take a listen to that. From Michael Smith. Hi, Michael. Hey, y'all. What's up? Okay, so I haven't seen this whole episode, but I did watch the actual roast. And, and okay, so I may be wrong, because like I said, I haven't watched the whole episode, but did they give them, like, a mentorship with, like, the comedy thing? Because 
I think it's kind of crazy that they just like throw girls into like a comedy challenge or like a roast challenge mm. with absolutely no mentorship, like mm. without any like training or any like guidance. And they're just like, all right, girls, be amazing, you know? And when they're not, they're like, why were y'all not amazing? And it's like, okay, but comedy is like actually really hard. Like if comedy was easy, like I think way more people would be doing it, you know? Yeah, I mean, if comedy was easy, I'm pretty sure Hemi would think he could do it. I think that is a really good point because they had a whole, they had a whole comedy legend. I don't know who this Kathy Burke lady is. I I never heard of her before, but I do think that's a missed opportunity that they did not utilize her as a mentor. That's actually a really good point. I have my notes a little bit later because I was actually wondering if it was something that happened like off camera. Because Ella talked so much about being worried about, like, not being funny, never having hosted a show before. Yeah. And I feel like gave, we'll talk, I mean, when we get to her, but um, gave really good material. It just kind of seemed like for a bunch of people who earlier in the episode who talked about having never done stand-up, never done a roast before, all four Mm -hmm. of them, um, I feel like they all all of their material, like, I don't know, it seemed polished for the most yeah. part. It it, it seemed like theme. it followed a story arc. Yeah. 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 As opposed to just, like, rapid fire, um, like, mean rapid fire jokes, which is what I think the trap a lot of people fall into when they do a roast challenge, is they just, like, mean joke about you, and then a mean joke about you, and then a mean yeah. joke about you. Hashtag and then a good 2021. Yeah. Exactly. I think that that is a very... I think that's a very astute point because that's also something that I wrote down or not something that I was thinking in the back of my head. I'm like, all of these are like not, I mean, some of them are really good, but even the lowest of the, I was like, these are not bad roasts. Like these are like, some of them are hokey pokey, but like all of their confidence was there. All of their jokes, like they were interacting with the crowd. Like they were interacting with other girls, not only the eliminated Queens, but like the Queens that are already there. So I was like, even for girls that, like, are not comedy queens, which a lot of them are not comedy queens, they were, like, given cohesive roasts, which I think is very mm-hmm. interesting. Because there was no one girl that was, like, stuttering, did not remember her lo- her roast, even if she looked at the paper. There wasn't anyone that was super mean from beginning to end. There wasn't anyone. Like, a lot of the roasts, like, big no-nos, like, no one had at all. Yeah. So I think that's very interesting, even without mm-hmm. any formal training. Up next, we have Elaborate, and this was banger after banger after banger after banger. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It was very good. I was very impressed. So was I, especially after her specifically saying, when I show up to a gig, all I do is sing and leave. Like, I'm not, you know, do you think that's interacting with the audience. I don't know. I think maybe. Oh, okay. She's a, I mean, she went to theater school, so I'm pretty sure she knows how to like pull out some type of. I th- I feel like artists, like people that are like actual artists, I feel like they have the access to like they have the brain space, like access different types of artistry, which I think com- comedy is a type of artistry. So I I think that like yeah, she only sings, but she can also dance if she has to. She can pull that out of her head. If she has to, you know, um, 
uh, act, she can pull that out of her head. If she has to do a comedy, she can pull that out of her head. So I think that, like, people that, like, are theatrically minded can, like, just do better at the arts in general than, like, people that aren't. So... You know, I would I would actually agree with you because I find that when I am, um, you know, performing that I can access many different things like that as well. Do you perform often? Yeah. So um, you really you really um, did a good job verbalizing that feeling I've always had. Well, I mean, next time you record a gig, I would love to see it. Okay. At any rate, a lot of the jokes with Ella, she focused a lot on the... Um, Eliminated Girls, which I thought was very hilarious. The not I thought remembering- On Your Bus was hilarious. Yes, yes. So the funny. Not- yes, the not remembering Anubis' name, Anabus, Anabunny, <laughs> Anabunga. On, y- on Your Bus. <laughs> on Your Bus. Victoria's gone, gone. The debate continues. I was like, okay, now you're 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 giving me what I need. You're giving me what I need. <laughs> uh, yeah, for this, as soon as I saw... As soon as she started, I was like, winner, winner. Like, 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I knew for... I, I, there was not a doubt in my mind. At least for this challenge, there was not a doubt in my mind that anyone was going to do better than her. Mm-mm. Hmm. No. Even without seeing Kitty? Oh, of course not. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Okay. 100%. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Up next, we have Manatee Milan. Looks amazing. Looks amazing. Looks stun. Here's the thing. Oh, God. I like the way that you're saying it because you're putting the nice thing first. I just wrote it the other way. Oh. I don't know if it's angelic, but I love it. I started, yeah, like I started with the bad thing and then the good thing and you did it the other way right because she does look stunning i was assuming you were going to say but after that no i have i have some butts for the runway i have plenty of butts for the runway uh Mm -hmm. i can see where it doesn't look angelic i can see that but i just think like the like the how she framed her face with the with the pearls and then like the bodysuit with like the nice stripes i was like okay this is she looked amazing yeah that could have been a really good runway i don't know for what type of runway but it looked good um her set was lukewarm literally lukewarm maybe just below lukewarm i just think like i said she had the confidence she was interacting with the with the different parties it's just her jokes were not landing a lot of her jokes did not land. A lot of them. And I also think another, <laughs> another like, thing that's very interesting to me is that, like, she said at the very beginning, she's like, oh, I was scared because, you know how, like, the black person, like, in horror movies, like, they get killed first. So she thought she's going to go home. So Anubis would have went home. But she's like, she's glad she didn't go home, but Anubis went home. But I was like, but Anubis is half black because she's Egyptian. So isn't that, like, the same... <laughs> isn't that, like, the same, like, effect of, like, the token black person going home? Because it, Egypt is in Africa? Yeah, but... Our, I don't know. Oh. I don't know enough about anthropology. Oh, okay. And I'm not afraid to admit that I don't know. Oh, About okay. that topic. Okay. And I'm not gonna, and I'm not gonna make any further okay. statements. Respectful king, respectful yeah, king. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, <laughs> but if I were going to comment on, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, in my mind, I think that people that, you know, descend from Africa, I mean, I would, I, at least from the frame of the United States, it would mostly be considered black. So, um, yeah. So the girls, she starts reading the girls after she gets heckled which was very like that whole heckling like portion and that her like starting to read back. I thought that was like the most effective. It was just weird. I I felt like it was a little weird. I thought it was like, I've never kind of seen that energy from her. So it was very weird that it was like, it just sort of like came in a little spurt. And then Mm -hmm. she went back to like, not, you know, to like kind of telling lukewarm jokes and then she kind of like came out with it again. again. Yeah. And then kind of, I don't know. Um, I think it was maybe just the heat of the moment and like her being in the roast challenge that like, she's like, Oh, I I, like, this is my chance to read this bitch. Like, Oh, let me say something about like, I think it was that kind of thing. It's like maybe in like the reading challenge, like, you know, how girls like have an opportunity to say something back. Like it was just kind of that saying something back over and over and over to different girls, you know, kind of that energy. Okay. I think it would have been a bit more effective if she did it like a lot more times because she only did it for like three girls, but it's like, you look fucking green. Your your thing doesn't fit. Your outfit looks busted. You did da 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 You did da 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 Like, I think it would have been more funny if she went a couple more girls in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and this fucking Dutty Rice, whatever that means, I'm like, we need to get this out of here. We need to get Yo, this out of here. Yeah, what does it mean? We need to get this out of here. It, it's the same thing that Kitty does with all of these little references. The boop, 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 boop. Like, we need to, we need to get that. I'm tired of hearing that. Okay. Disgusting. Um, did you have anything else for? No, I don't like Dirty Rice. It tastes disgusting. Um, I don't know do if you... I've ever had it. It's just, like, heavily seasoned rice. Like, sometimes you include, like, different meats and things in there, but it's kind of, like, a brownish. It's, like, a brownie, like, a brownish kind of rice. It does not taste good for my palate, for my palate. And, yeah. Did you have any other notes for Vanity Line? No. I just felt bad. Oh. Yeah. Hers was definitely the weakest, which I could have told you that from week one. That well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just felt yeah. bad because I knew this whole episode that she was going to go home. For sure. Uh, up next, we have Katie Scott Clues. And the set was okay. The roasts were nice. Yeah. She was um, comfortable. Yeah. She was maybe very... a little, Maybe a little too comfortable. I, I would say a little bit too reliant on her notes. Also that. I mean, yeah. I mean, she said she wasn't going to pull any punches, and I feel like she kind of did go in a little bit. There she was kind some... of got a couple of things, like a couple of jokes she made, and it cut away to like, oh my god, like. Uh... Which I didn't, and I don't, I don't know, I don't like, I don't understand like the uh, the premises behind, and specifically to the guest judge, because she said that she's like a knockoff version of some other person I do not know. So when they were like, oh, you offended. Do you know the show Absolutely Fabulous? Never I, th- heard. I feel like I've asked you this before. Okay. Never heard. Well, never mind, I guess. Um, but yeah, so she's like, you're a knock- she's a knockoff version of XYZ, and oh, they, they couldn't find XYZ this week. And everyone's like, how dare she insult Kathy Burke, national legend? I was like, 
A, Kathy Burke is a comedian, so I would think that she is, like, someone who would be with a joke. And also, it's a roast. So I don't... Maybe there's some, like, public drama between those two people that I don't know, like, about... But well, like, they were all on the same show, and then okay. one of one or two of them got much more famous than the others. Okay, like so Abfab, Abfab is huge over there, and it did have a big, a pretty big following over here as well. It's kind of like a one of those like cult shows, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, did Kathy Burke? Is she the one that got famous, or the one that did not get famous? She didn't get as famous. Okay, so it's like a little bit of like. Shade because it's like, well, your career isn't as good as XYZ's career. Yes. Okay, I think that's that's within the realm. But still, of, within yeah, within the realm of a roast. But it did, you know, maybe in the room it didn't land as well because it, I mean, it you got cutaways to people being like, oh my god. That might just be people being more sensitive to stuff nowadays. Because like I, I said, at a roast, I don't think anything should be off the table. Yeah. Uh, she also read Crystal Forfield. She read Crystal Forfield, which I love. She's like, Rue, you've complimented Crystal on how good of a drag queen she is. But let me tell you what she isn't good at. Acting. Singing challenge. Snatch game. Sewing machine. Comedy. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, get her Jade. I was like, get her Jade. But here's the thing. She has been decent at all of those things because she's never been in the bottom she's never been in the bottom she she skated by but definitely her charity shop sue was kind of ma, 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 ma. i don't they mentioned a singing challenge i don't remember her being particularly bad at singing um and obviously Sucks. On on legs. Legs. <laughs> um, speaking of getter jade have you started watching dracula season four yet Jaime? Uh-uh, I haven't. Okay, okay. okay. I will maybe continue. I will maybe I will over my weekend. My- I I will continue to badger you on this because I think that Dragonly season four is excellent! Oh wow. It's excellent! Oh. And I, I, I told you to watch all the other fuck those other seasons. Fuck that. Okay, maybe watch season three afterwards. But this season of Dracula right here? It's amazing. And I want to share that gift with you. I think that you need to watch it. I want to have that happiness for you. That's very nice and altruistic of you. Yes. I'm a very good friend. Yeah. I'm a very good friend. Friends. Oh, I think I used the wrong word there. My English is not that. Oh, my English. My bad. So... Overall, for the roast, how did you think that these chicken heads did? I think that these chicken heads did pretty good on the whole, right? Yeah, I think they were pretty good. I think I think they... there was only one that was, like, super struggleless. Yeah. And then two that were good and uh-huh. one that was fine. Yeah, I think that, like I mentioned earlier, all of them were, like, average or above. Like, there was no one that was, like, in the gutter. Like, horrible, horrible, horrible. Like, caca dookie garbage. Yeah. So, I think it was pretty decent. So, up next, we have the runway. Oh, actually, we have a voice note in Ooh. the 
let us take a listen here. So what would y'all's approach to this or strategy be to going into this roast? Like, would you go on with, like, a character or would you just, like, Ooh. try to read everyone to fill? God. I think I would go on with, like, this southern character that was like, hey, y'all. Okay. Ooh. So I didn't know what a roast was. My hungry ass thought we were eating. <laughs> but Ooh. I don't have any insults for y'all today, but I do have some of my favorite recipes that I would love to share. Comedy queen. And then all the recipes would be, like, shade towards someone. Like, and of oh. course, like, I would have time to, like, sit down and, like, make them good and, like, actually funny. But it'd be something like, um, now this first one is my favorite side dish. Now, this is not your main course. This is something that you can take to Thanksgiving. You can take to a potluck. Like, it is bright. It is shiny. It oh. is a showstopper. Oh. But the good thing about this one is no one's going to eat it, so oh. it doesn't even have to be good. And that's the Michelle the Sage. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's kind of dumb, but, like, they would actually be funny. Okay. Michael Smythe comes through again with a entire storyline, <laughs> which we stand on this podcast. Um, I think it is good to kind of have a character. What would what would your approach be to this if you were to do the roast? Um, I would definitely probably I would definitely do a character of some sort. Okay, maybe like a dumb like a dumb ditzy kind of an airhead person who was like talking normal but saying insulting things but like it wouldn't come off as mean because the person's really dumb wait but you say you're doing a character anyways um, it's one that so- I have a lot of experience playing okay you said it not me um so I don't know like I said I don't know if if you were in here Michael Smee today when we were talking about it earlier, I'm not a very like funny person, so I don't know how to like access that. That's true. I don't know how to access That's that. True. I would probably I would <laughs> I would That's, pro- I would probably I would probably if I were to do it because that's the only thing I can go to is like a character. If I were to do a character, I would probably be vapid social media girl. Like hey guys, I'm on my way to my villa, but before I actually stick the keys into the $30,000 a night villa that I have for my uh, social media campaign. I do want to roast you hoes. And that's what I'm going to do. So, I mean, something along the lines of that, but even that is like, that's just something that I do like, like randomly. Oh, you know, you could be, Mm -hmm. what's that? um, Oh God, he's awful. He's on Twitter. He's like a football player's son. And he's oh, super gay, oh, I know, but I know, he's I know. like um, super conservative. Oh my god, it's 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 Magic Johnson's son. No, I think so. that's no 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 no. Is it Magic Johnson's son? No, Magic Johnson's son's like gay, 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 but it's like gay, gay. The guy who I'm thinking of, his name's like Christian something. Christian, Christian, light skinned. Yes, light skin guy Christian, and he's gay, gay, but like Super, he did conservative. He did, he did a interview with Bob during the election. Oh. He did a interview with Bob about like conservatism and like the election. Christian, it's not Christian good. It's like it's but I know exactly Christian who you're gray. talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. Is light skin very? conventionally attractive, nice cheekbones, nice facial structure, things like that. I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, we do have a voice note. 
Let's take a listen. Oh. Okay, I can actually see that working. Like, you could come in with a phone, like a fake phone, and pretend you're, like, doing a live stream for all your fans and be like, hey, y'all, um, I've enjoyed chatting, but I have to get off now because I have to entertain these wannabes. But I'll talk to you soon. And then, like, you put your phone down and you're just, like, disgusted by the people around you. I could definitely see that working. And you could, like, make fun of, like, the amount of, like, followers someone has or, like, you know, stuff like that. That would be cute. Well, thank you, Michael Smithers. And, you know, I appreciate that and I receive that and thank you for that. I think that that will definitely be something that, especially in talking about wannabes, you know, I would definitely utilize that. Hi, May. Um, so, um, <laughs> oh, my head hurts. Okay. Okay. My head hurts. Do you ever, like, laugh so hard at yourself, Jaime, because you think you're so funny? No, I never I, laugh like, at myself because I'm not funny. Oh. But do you ever laugh either at yourself or other people because they're so much funnier than you? That, like, you get, like, really dizzy and, like, your vision starts to, like, blur? Has that ever happened to you? No. I think I might have a brain tumor. I don't know. One can At any rate. What do you say? I'm sorry? I said, um, should uh, we move on to the runway? <laughs> okay. Um, so the runway is, oh my goddess. Oh my goddess. Ethereal, mythical beauty. Honey. L- let's... I don't know if I want to talk about this either before or afterwards. Oh. I took issue with this runway. Oh, dear. I took issue with this runway because the runway was Oh My Goddess. And no one came out as a goddess. Not true. Mm, No one came out as a goddess. Not true. It is true. No, it's not. Who came out as a goddess? All four of them. No. No. Mm-mm. No. Those were not goddess attire. Those were gold. Those were stones and beads. Here's the thing. All right. Crystal was the goddess of war. Ella was the goddess of astrology. Vanity was the goddess of the sun. I don't know. And Kitty was some sort of goddess of love or goddess of poetry or something Uh uh-uh if you're gonna that's the thing because if you're gonna do it there's references if you're gonna be the goddess of war you could be aries if you're going to be a constellation which or you can be your own or you can be your own thing true but that's not what that's not the when we're talking about goddess there are historical goddesses i don't think that that we have i don't think uh, it ain't that deep sis but that's what a goddess is. Yeah, but like, what about D&D? There's gods and goddesses in Dungeons and Dragons. There's gods and goddesses in mythology. There's gods and goddesses, like... There are gods and in, goddesses in mythology. Yep, and they're in D&D, in video games, and all kinds of media. There's no reason why you can't make up your own interpretation of, of that. You don't have to do... You don't have to be doing a specific reference. 
Okay. I don't think the runway calls for that. Okay. A goddess runway with no goddesses. Okay. Work. Perfect. It doesn't have to be a specific goddess. Like, that's what I'm saying. Each of these people are a, could be a god or goddess of something. Okay. Okay. Interesting take. Hot take. Hot take. So up first, we have Crystal Marisimsi. I think she's like beautiful. I think that the garment was a very beautiful gold flaky kind of material. Bodysuit. Uh, it was a bodysuit with a nice halo, excellent draping. I also like the shoe that was like attached to the bodysuit. Mm-hmm. It was like very, it gave me very Lady Gaga bad romance. Actually, all of them had good shoes. Sometimes the shoes are not good. And each one of them, this runway, their shoes were appropriate. And like cohesive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a very good runway across the board. Um, for Crystal, I would say she looked... I don't want to say this is the best she's looked. I feel like she's looked a bit better on other runways. But I think for the purposes of this, she looked pretty good. I give it a rate. I gave it a Sprite. Because I was, I really, really, really enjoyed this. I liked the texture of the bodysuit. I liked the headdress. It was gorgeous. She looked like a video game character. She looked like some sort of, like, religious, like a, like a warrior, like okay. a religious warrior, like a crusader, like a monk or something. Like, a, I don't know. It was cool. Mm-hmm. It was neat. Okay, it's my favorite. Interesting. Up next, we have Ella Vidae as... The constellations, the zodiac, zodiac girl. Sure. Um, okay. Uh, this is really good. I liked that on her body, so you could actually see the constellations um, for this. So I thought it was really cute. They did call it the blue hair. I like the blue hair. I thought it could have been a bit fuller. It was a bit flat towards the top for me. But I think this is, to me, the best she's looked the entire season. Really? 100% the best mm. she's looked the entire season. I didn't like it as much. You didn't like it as much? Yeah. What didn't you like about it? It was just kind of basic for me. And then the hair was like, she pointed out that it was the first, her first time ever wearing a human hair wig. And then it was like mm-hmm. super flat. And I don't know. Okay. Oh, so I the- just the one girl that gives an actual reference you don't like, but that's fine. But yeah, no, for this, I gave it a right for Ella. I'll give it a right. Oh, I thought you said you didn't like the, okay. I didn't like it. Oh, okay. Um, so up next we have Vanity Milan. She looked good. She looked good. It was... She looked good. She looked pretty girl. She looked she looked ethereal. She had a ponytail. She had a black cape. She had gold chain. She had like cute shoes. What were your thoughts on this? I really liked how she looked. It was like nude and gold bodysuit. I liked the like sort of sunburst headdress. I thought she looked really nice. Okay. She was like some sort of like maybe like South American sort of like sun goddess or something. South American sun goddess. Okay. Interesting. 
Um, yeah, for this, I give it a right. It's a right. Yeah. Up next, we have Kitty Scott Klaus. She looks okay. She yeah, this one was fine. It was just like, it was cutesy. It was like very romantic looking and flowy and what have you. Yeah, she she referenced it being Greek. She she said she was doing something Greek. Obviously, there was no specific reference, but she did say that it was Greek, which I do see that Greek reference or that Greek kind of visual overall. Definitely mm-hmm. one of the muses. Definitely, you know, one of those. Um, it was all right. I gave it a right. Yeah, I gave it a right also. Yeah. We have a couple more voice notes. Let's take a listen. I definitely, for this, I would have been like a Lucifer, like goddess falling from the heavens kind of character. Like I would have been like half heavenly, half like devilish. Like I think that would have been really fierce. Hmm. That'd be cute. Like a half and half look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Half and half, two specific references, God and Lucifer. Um... So, what were your thoughts over all of the runway? I liked it. I thought that it was a good turnout, and I liked it. I liked everything for the most part. Yeah, I think I think everyone looked good. I think this is a very solid runway theme. Aside, I think that the execution of the gowns and the construction of the gowns and the visuals behind the gowns were very well constructed, and. Everyone kind of looked like they belonged in the same universe. To me, maybe Ella looked a little bit out of place, but like everyone who was doing like the gold thing, which basically all of them did gold except for Ella, um, Mm -hmm. or had a gold element except for Ella, they all looked like they belonged to the same universe, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, okay. So let us move on to the judges' critiques. And they start off with Crystal Versace. Um, basically the same thing that we said before is that she yep. stayed on age too much. So, um, yeah, nothing really crazy there. Uh, or nothing, nothing that they didn't say before. They loved her outfit, which is, which is no shocker there to me. I mean, was there anything out of crystal's critique that like we didn't already talk about uh no 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 yeah um so they went to ella next or did they go to ella next okay so they went to ella next and they loved her they loved her set from beginning to end they thought she was very strong 100 percent. definitely the you could tell by the critique she was at the top Mm-hmm. And you know they were all feeling it. She got she got positive critiques from every judge. They she did, however, get critiqued on her on her runway, in which they or the Kathy Burke said that the blue hair made her look old. Old. Which which I was, not that shade of blue. I know that there's a thing of like older women having like a slightly blue or like a slightly lavender tinge their hair like accidentally from like getting their hair lightened okay okay but it's never like that shade of blue 
Yeah, I and, and at least in my mind, and maybe that maybe that may be like a UK thing that maybe like a lot of grandmothers they're like they get crazy color tie dye hair or something like that. But like I didn't understand how no, it's not. thirty inches of blue human hair lace fronted wig gave grand- looked like old. I didn't under yeah I didn't I didn't understand that. Of course, so, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. Um, but yeah, they they get some critiques for that. Uh, then they went to. Vanity, which I mean, also like we said, like her, she struggled a lot during the, during those sets for the roast and she got critiqued for it by the judges, which they aren't saying anything that we haven't heard before or nothing that was really out of the ordinary when it came to, you know, her set. And I think they they liked the outfit, so. They did like the outfit. They said that they should play it a little safe in her set though. Yeah, and they did mention that they liked it when she did go off script and started reading the girls. Like, that was the most enjoyable part for them. So, you know, very interesting. And last but not least, they have Kitty Scott Cleus. And they liked her set. Like I mentioned during my original notes, they Mm -hmm. said that she stayed to her notes a bit too much. Rue even said that because of that, like, the crowd was not able to connect with her. So... And they yeah. compared her to Ella. They did do a comparison to Ella. Which I was like, ooh. ooh. I mean, because I mean, if, if if there were any two that were almost at the same caliber, it would kind of be those two. But yeah, just to hear them say it out loud was kind of like, oh, oh, God. Okay, well then. We do have another voice note, so let's take a listen to that. But also, like, what's wrong with someone looking old? Like, old can be fabulous, too, you know? Yeah, I think the old, I think that there's a certain beauty in looking old and looking aged. Jaime is modeling because he definitely fits the bill. I sure do. You know, I think that that could definitely be the case. I I think kind of where it was like, because it didn't make her look old. If she came out in, like, a gray, like, wig and maybe, like, I don't know drew on some fierce wrinkles on her face like make her look aged and still look fierce I think that would have been if that was what she wanted to do that would look fine but like there just wasn't anything about her outfit that made her look old so it was a really weird critique but yeah I think there I think looking old or looking like you've reached a certain age can definitely be fierce I think during all stars four the one with Naomi Smalls and Miss Cracker and I think that's All Stars 4. Naomi and Miss Cracker were not on the same season. Oh no, because Naomi was on the one with Monet Exchange. Mm-hmm. So All Stars 4 was Monet four. and Trinity. I'm trying to think if I remember Miss Cracker. I don't remember if it was during her original season or during the All Stars season, but they did like an old runway. Where, like, they dress up as, like, old women. And, like, they, like, they, like, ran, ran down the runway as old women. And oh, Miss Cracker did, like, was that her original season? Yeah, season yeah. 10. So, season 10, they did, like, an old woman run- runway. And Miss Cracker gave, like, Miranda Priestley, like, very, like, cunty old woman. Which was, like, that looked very fierce. And that was a very first runway. So, I definitely think there is value in looking your age. Absolutely. So we go back to Untucked, mm-hmm. the 
final untouchable for the finale. Fingers crossed that they don't do anything. <laughs> Fingers crossed they don't do anything weird. I mean, pretty standard untouched. They talk about how Crystal and Randy are probably going to be at the bottom. Like, they don't blah, 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 blah. The only thing that was very interesting about this uh, untucked, and it's the first time, I don't know, in UK history, but at least the first time for this season, they actually brought out the TVs with the families. Mm-hmm. So that was very cute to see. We saw, I think up first was Ella. Ella's boyfriend was on the screen with their dog. And he has a tongue piercing. I did write that down, too. That's so funny that you noticed that. I did notice it because I'm not super partial to tongue piercings, but I just think it's very interesting. I am not partial to them in the slightest. I wrote Ella's boyfriend is hot except for the tongue piercing. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Yeah. uh, He just talked about how he he misses her, how he's with the dog like every day by himself, which, okay. Um, That sounds awesome. To some people. Up next was, I think it was. It was Kitty's Kitty's. cute little mom and dad. Yeah, Kitty's elderly parents, which was very cute to watch. Uh (laughs) What? Your face was like, oh God. Your face was like, oh my God. Um, Yes, up next was Kitty's parents. And they, you know, gave a little cute message. Kitty started like tearing up, which I thought was very sweet, very nice. And then up next was. Crystal's, Crystal's entire family. Clone family. Like, literally, her sister and her brother look exactly like her. It was the wildest thing. Someone screen grabbed it on Twitter and just was like, Crystal out of drag, Crystal in drag. Gag. No, it was very funny. And then also, it's very funny. Like, you can tell the, like, she's young because her entire family looks, like, super young. Like, her brother was, like, looked like seven years old. Her sister looked like 15, 16, and, like, her uh-huh. parents are, like, late 30s-ish. Yeah. So, that was very cute to see. Um, and then up next, we had Vanity's fiancé. Or who, husband. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but he's I from Estonia. Exactly. Oh, no, this is what I noticed, and I think this is some um, trickery. She always calls him Brixton. But in the name, it said Sid, S-I-I-D. Uh-huh. So I think there's some... Brickson is where they're from. What? Brickson is where they live. But she always calls him Brickson. She's like, me and my fiancé, Brickson. I've never heard that. That's ex- that's literally what she says every single time. She's like, yeah, me and my fiancé, Brickson, we don't kiss in public. Me and, me and my fiancé, Brickson... Like, X, Y, Z. Okay, I believe you. I'm just saying I've never heard her say that. Wow, I think that there's some type of scamming going on here. Well, what's the trickery? That she's got two boyfriends? No, it's just that, like, the names don't match up. It's like, well, I guess going, like, for some people that may or may not use stage names, I guess maybe, you know, they might just have two names. At any rate. Some people have more than two names. Ooh. Some people have as many as four or five. (laughs) 
You were so weird. <laughs> you were so weird. Oh my god. <laughs> you were such a weirdo. So people have had much more fun. <laughs> okay. So the uh, girls go back out to the main stage and we find out that Ella has won the page. Ella has won again. And she is up to four badges, which is a Drag Race UK first. I don't think is anyone. It? I don't think Lawrence didn't have four, and I don't remember Vivian having. Maybe Vivian got four. I don't. I don't think she did though. I think she might have got. I three. don't think so. No, you could be right. Wow. Who no. would have thought? Good job, Ella. Yeah, good job, Ella. <laughs> Front runner. And so, first time in Drag Race, her three, four badges. And not to anyone's surprise, Vanity and Crystal are in the bottom. They sure are. And they lip sync. What was the lip sync song for this? Dula Peep. Oh, it was Hallucinate. Yeah, it was Dula Peep, Hallucinate. Which I just love. I love Dula Peep. Okay. Not, Not even on purpose. I just love, I just really just, I just like her music. Oh, okay. But do you love her like you love Casey Musgraves? With that big I love? love. <gasps> it's real love. Okay. 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 Nice. 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 Um, so they did Dula Peep, Hallucinate, and honestly, it was a good lip sync. It was a really good lip sync. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it mattered how well Vanity did. I did not think she was surviving it, which she gave a hell of a good performance. Crystal was really good as well. Like, no lie. Like, it was a very, it was a very good lip sync from both contestants. I, even in my mind, I think Crystal kind of did a little bit better than Vanity, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, what were your thoughts on the lip sync? I do think you're correct. I don't think it really matters how well Vanity did. Although at this point in the season, they could have done another fucking double save and I don't think anyone would have been surprised. Uh, but um, I do think that even like from a completely objective viewpoint that Crystal just did just eke out a little bit above Vanity. Just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think she did eco just a little bit. Um, but, yeah. So, Crystal wins and Vanity goes home, which is a shocker to nobody. I actually wrote, this time, there's absolutely no way that Vanity's staying. Yeah. No way she's absolutely staying. And I think that, like, going back to where you're saying, like, if anything like this... Like, of all the weeks that they did a double save, I could have... Not saying that they should have done one for the top four again, but for all the weeks that they did a, a double save, like, this definitely was double save territory. But yeah, but this definitely Crystal. could have been one. Yeah, Crystal definitely won. So, Vanity goes to the house, and... Did you write down her exit line? No. Did you? I, th I think it had something to do with... Dutty Rice. So oh, I was, just, <laughs> I was just... I literally blocked it out of my mind. I was like... Girl, get the get the out of here. Get the out of here. <laughs> get the out of here. Um, no, yeah, 
I mean, good for you. Work. Good contestant. Very. Was in the competition. I mean, yeah, she was the top four. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And love to see it. So up next week is the finale. It is the finale. I'm very excited. Like I'm, I'm very excited for this to be over with. Like this season with the all the double saves, double you goes, double bo- 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 booms. Like it's been a it's been a journey. It's been a season. whirlwind, that's for sure. Yeah. Very interesting. So, um, well, next I, week looks interesting as well because they're doing a holiday song. Yeah, I just in time for Christmas. Uh, yeah, I don't think we've ever had a themed finale before. I didn't. No, I think that's that was, what's interesting. Yeah, that's it's like weird. it's it's the finale song, but it's going to also be "Sis, It's Christmas." Which I think isn't that the song from the old Navy commercial? Hey sis, it's Christmas. And I'm checking all the things on my wish list. You know that song? Is that oh. a, are, you, are you doing a bit? Is that a real thing? No, it's from the RuPaul. It's from the RuPaul Old Navy commercial. There's a RuPaul Old Navy commercial. Yeah, she's in drag, but she's wearing footy pajamas, but in oh. full face. <laughs> Interesting. No, I, I, I didn't know Rue did old Navy commercials. I I must have missed that one. Um, but yeah. We've I'm got a, waiting. hold on. We've got a quick little voice message. Oh, okay. Let me. When I watched the roast and I saw that all the girls were back, like in the audience, I really thought that um, they were going to bring one of the girls back for this episode. Because I don't think we've gotten that this season. And actually, have we ever gotten that on UK Drag Race, a girl coming back? Because I, I would have been here for it. Mm, your thoughts, Jaime? To get a girl coming back? Yeah. We've had a girl come back. Have right? we? Joe Black came back. Oh, yeah, Joe Black did come back. But I don't think it was like... It wasn't due to, like, a challenge. No. It was a random, like, comeback. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we've had some comebacks before. And you, I don't know if we did one. No, they didn't do one season one because it was too new. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was saying was, I'm because they're doing this This Is Christmas, like, thingy-majig, whatever. How iconic would it I don't think they'll ever do it. But how iconic would it for, like, one of the seasons to do a lip sync to blame it on the edit? Like, they would never do it. But, like, that would be iconic. Yeah, it would. It would have to be, like, Drag Race, like, 2030. No, I don't think they would ever. I don't think they would ever do it on this show because it it, it kind of reveals another side of Drag Race, which I don't think that they want for people to uh, not know about. But I don't think they want for them to think of Drag Race in that light, especially yeah. when it comes to protect, the contestants. And I also don't think that they would want to have Rue on a track calling the contestants bitches and hoes, which is what he's doing. So, That's also a good point. Yeah. No, fucking blame it on the edit. Um, well, I mean, at this point, if we were to guess who would be the winner, winner, chicken, 
it would most likely be L of a day. I would say I'm thinking it's L of a day, and I'm also saying that I'm Team Ella. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, probably L of a day for sure. Yeah. Is that, are you Team Ella? No. Who are you? I don't think I'm team anybody at this point. I don't really, like, I don't really, cut. I really liked Crystal at the beginning. 100% like Crystal at the beginning. I don't think I connect with Crystal anymore. I don't connect with Kitty because all she does is rinse and repeat old references from TV shows. Um, and Ella is just a person that is alive and well. Wow. So... No teams for me, but I am a very astute person, and I will think that Ella will win this season of Drag Race UK. Well, there you have it, folks. From the astutest man I know. Yes. All right. So, um, everybody, thank you for listening to us on Stereo. We appreciate all of your voice notes. For everyone listening on the for everyone listening on the podcast. You can listen to the podcast on Apple on Apple Podcasts in the description. If you want to send in a voice note to the podcast, we do have a link in our descriptions that allow for you to send voice messages when we're not uh, when free to send messages that we can listen to on the next podcast. So feel free to send those in, and that will be through the Anchor app. So feel free to do that as well. And yeah, um, we will see you for next week. We I don't. Uh, we'll figure out when we're doing the next show because I know next week is Thanksgiving. So I don't have anything to do, but I'm pretty sure Jaime is going to be very busy with his very busy life. Um, so we shall see, but we'll, we'll keep you guys in the loop of whatever we do. Um, but yeah, so we will see you guys for the next time. And uh, we are going to leave now and me and Jaime are going to go fight as to why goddess should have had an actual reference as, as opposed to not having reference. Oh, well, there so, you go. I'm um, going to win. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, come on, Unison. <laughs>